Blog Talk Radio. Hey, it's Saturday, y'all. Welcome to Queen J Podcast. I am your host, Queen J, better known as Julissa. You have officially joined Queen J Podcast, um, where no topic is off limits, and everybody is somebody, because at the end of the day, everybody deserves to feel important, and everybody deserves to feel special, and that's that's what I like to do on my show, especially when I have guests. I always like to make all my guests feel comfortable. So at this time, I'm not going to prolong the time because my guests are already called in. And before I un- unmute my guests so we can get the conversation going, I want you all to know this today's topic is Coronavirus Part 2. Yesterday we had Part 1 with another guest. Go check that out. So this is Part 2 conversation. And I'm going to go ahead and unmute my guests so we can get started. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. So glad to have you here. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you on my show today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. No problem. I I wanted you to, this this is your, sometimes I get tongue-tied, I'm sorry. (laughs) I want you to... So this is your first time calling in my show. Um, let my listeners know for about two minutes who you are. Okay, sounds good. I'm Laura. I'm from Pennsylvania, and my handle on Twitter is at Meow Mixalot, and in the Meow there's a zero. And I was following Jalisa, and I saw that she asked for someone to come in and chat. And I do a lot of self-care because I think that's great for mental health, and I have mental health issues as I have since I was a teenager, so I think that's, like, one of the most important things for me to deal with. So that's what I wanted to call in and talk about with the quarantine and the coronavirus, just that there's a lot of things that can go on with mental health. It could get it could get worse. It could get better. For me, I think it's right. gotten a little bit better to have time off. But, but right. yeah, so that's really, that's really what I've my purpose is here today, so. Right. Yes, and 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 with in regards to this coronavirus, and we know that it's affected a lot of people in, in a lot of ways. And like we were talking about yesterday, because my guest yesterday also wanted to discuss coronavirus, and so I'm going to ask you this question: since you start talking about mental health, um, how how do you, what would you put on a scale of one to ten? How do you think this has really affected people's mental health with this situation? One to fifteen, you said. One to ten. One to ten. Uh, okay. Oh, one to ten. I'm sorry. Um, I think that it depends on the person. There's a lot of people right. who have gotten more lonely because they've been by themselves. But I'm here right. with my fiance, so I've had someone here. But when I need the time to be by myself, he respects it and lets me go, like, to another room and, like, go and listen to music or go for a long walk and things like that. And I also, I journal a lot, and that helps me keep my my mind straight and my thoughts out that no one really needs to hear about except that I want to just chat. So, like, I'm very free, free writing with my journal. So I really um, ask people to try doing that because when you are really honest, even if you're, like if you lock it so that no one like else can read it so you feel safe about it, at least you're journaling everything out and you can talk about everything that you're thinking. Because um, recently my mother passed in early, actually mid-January, I should say, and she Sorry. was my rock through all of my mental health things. So it's been kind of tough here without her, but at the same time my journal has really helped me to express everything that I'm thinking, like even the dark, deep thing. So I really, right. that's really something that I, I not really pushing on people, but I, that I think is really important. Right, but so, see, what um, also, right. see what you're also doing, to, you're also helping somebody that may be listening or going to listen later. You're helping somebody because people need tips and advice no, I don't want to say tips. I want to say advice. Well, I guess you say tips too, but advice and ways to cope with this situation. Because as I was saying yesterday, it's just something that came up all of a sudden. Like I never heard about this virus before. 
Um, and oh, it's just like everything is just so <laughs> going down. It's just like everything is just so, everything is happening so fast. And same thing I said yesterday, I'm going to say again, um, I don't understand why some states are even, are even, you know, like opening back up so quick. Like I, where I live, they've already, the governor already did the restriction off the beaches. And I was looking at news the other night, last night, and I was just seeing how so many people was on the beach. And I was like, and then the thing is what makes me mad is the fact that you take the restrictions off some of this stuff and the cases are just rising. The cases are exactly. rising yeah. since he did that. Yeah, it's scary out there, and like um, here in Pennsylvania, it's like they're they're keeping the restrictions till May eighth, I believe. But then what's right. after that? And it's scary because, as you said, the cases just keep rising as they when they take the restrictions off. So, and some right. people are saying it's worth the risk, so that they can keep their jobs going and keep their money going. But is money really worth the risk of your life? Like, it just doesn't right. make sense to me. At least not in that sense. But right. I, I'm glad that I can I can give some people some advice on that because, I mean, it's just it's scary out there. It really, it really is. And the only places that I've really, like, gone is to the pharmacy and, like, I've picked up groceries, and that's all I can do. And, and I, But in the meantime, to keep my sanity, I take a lot of long walks. And there's, I have a Fitbit, so I keep playing some games on there to get – so it's just it's fun. It's like oh, I want to win this game, so you just get as many steps as you can, and that that's your endorphin rush going. So and that's always been a good help for me. So right, but. right, right. And see, see, that's the thing. People have to find ways to, like I was saying, cope. like a yes. Oh, you go ahead. Ways to cope and stuff like that. Like that, I. I finished your sentence. Sorry. Right. I also um I like burning candles too because I have like little candles that have I I got into reading about what different like certain candles like the different colors and stuff of the candles mean and right. it's just like picking an intention for the day by burning a candle. So I like doing that too. And, and I think like oh I'm just like trying to burn it into the air. Maybe like things will get better. So. Right. So that helps. Right. <laughs> yeah, see, that, and I hope that whoever listens or whoever listens, you know, they take those, take that advice because, you know, I like, so. I say, like I said yesterday, you know, you always can find positivity in every situation, no matter how bad it is. So I like mm-hmm. the fact that you are finding other ways to deal with it, cope with it. Like you said, the burning of the candles, you, um, you say you do journal. I used to have... When I this was when I was younger, I used to do a journal. I oh, yeah. I, I try. I was just talking about before I did the show. I said I got to, I got to get me a notebook because I do. Someone told me when I had dreams to write dreams down. So it's like when I get, I need to start by writing things down. You know, the, you know, when I don't want, but maybe like maybe like when I don't want to express things to people. Because I mean, this this situation hasn't really affected me too much. But the only thing I'm afraid of is that I have certain doctor appointments. And I had bypass surgery back in January. I still oh, have wow. a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm three months full stop um, now, but oh, wow. I yeah, I have I I have I still have like a low immune system, so it's like I already had one virtual appointment, but not but where I really had to go to where I had the surgery is like two hours drive from where I live, so it's oh, like man. I'm afraid. It does affect me mentally a little bit because I'm afraid because of the fact that all the bad things I'm hearing was happening at that hospital as we speak. Like they're yeah. they already said they, if you don't have emergency, don't come. They I, I'm thinking they're gonna give me a um, a virtual appointment because I got I supposed to go down there Friday, but I'm already telling them I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not yeah. Because I, yeah, yeah. I and if you feel that way, that's how it should be for you. Because you like, right. I, I, you have to feel safe, and you have to like right. keep your anxiety levels like decent. Because anxiety can make your immune system worse. So it's like you gotta you gotta work with everything that you're being dealt with, and at the same time, doing that just increases anxiety. So it's just it's scary. Right. So yeah, right. I have like an appointment in I guess May seventh, the day before. 
everything's supposed to start being open again. And well, for now they're saying, but but I have an appointment that day, and it's for something that I've been dealing with for I guess ten months. I have like bad sciatica in my leg, and it's my right. first intake appointment with a rheumatologist. So I'm worried that am I going to see this person when I really think it's I need to see them because some sometimes the sciatica is so bad, but like I do have medicine like over the counter stuff that's been helping it and treating it. But do I want to wait even longer or do I want to have this appointment? So. I'm like back and forth, back and forth, and I wrote down that I'm going to call them on Monday and see what they what they think I should do and consider. So. Right. You probably so. have a, a virtual appointment. Yeah, that's probably what they're going to do. And I mean, I already take medicine that I think that they would use to treat it, so I don't I don't think there's really much that they can do. I just I was hoping right. that maybe there might be one or two little things that they tell me that could be different that. I believe I have something called osteoarthritis that my mom had, and as I'm getting older, I think that's the problem. Like I'm just developing some of these things, but um, I know what she took and everything, and I'm already on these these things. So I think that I think that for now I'm all right, but I just want to I don't want it to get worse and then have missed that appointment or anything like that and not gotten the advice that I could have had originally, but. Like everything just sure. seems so important that coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus that everyone's right. missing everything else. So, right. So, who knows? Right. Though. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and see, like, you know, it's affecting people's jobs. Um, oh yeah. It's time. I feel like I feel like the unemployment people are not doing no disrespect to them. But I, I've seen I've seen so many complaints. A lot of people still oh, yeah, have not got, got not it's have similar. gotten their money, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They 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 have not got a lot of people have not gotten their money yet. Um, so it's kind of frustrating. Um, even with this, even with the the stimulus checks, I've seen numerous people on Facebook say they have gotten the wrong checks sent to their bank accounts or oh, to goodness. the mailbox. Yeah, and I mean they're That's showing so proof good. of this because, yeah, some people some people were showing they didn't show the amount of the check, but they showed the name and was like you know, and I commend those people they were trying to find out whose check, you know, was if y'all know the first time their check was sitting in my mailbox, so it's like, you know, those places they got to get their stuff together because people need yeah, you know these yeah, I know. Like, it's people, like, <laughs> oh no, they're a disaster uh, as it is. But through this like whole thing, it's gotten worse. So right, right. <laughs> it's just it's just this whole thing. Like, it's just messing up everyone. Right, right. Even and I even I even brought up yesterday um about you know like all the sports have stopped. Well, except, except for oh, except yeah. for. <laughs> Except for my favorite sport, wrestling. <laughs> that uh, is yeah, stopped. yeah, that keeps going because there's no crowds. But uh, yeah, my fiance right. watches that, and he, um, he, we, I've had like I've watched it a little bit with him here and there, and I see that there's no one in the crowds, and he's always saying like how strange it is to watch it without that. So right. So. <laughs> and you're right, an Undertaker yeah. fan, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it was yeah. my brother. I remember years ago, like, he loved The Undertaker, so I'll never forget. Like, whenever I hear that music, I know it's, like, who it is. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm, just like I've been saying, I just feel like, you know, they they need a break after WrestleMania. It's like I said, I'm just doing a little recap from yesterday, too. They need a break from, from, from after WrestleMania, too. I mean, you know, there's no crowd. But they're, the crowd is not the only one that needs to be safe. The wrestlers need to be safe, too. So, you know, I just don't understand why they're still wrestling. But, yeah, it's just, um, it just, it just, it just a bad situation that came yeah. up all of a sudden. Like I said, I never, I never heard this. My question I want to ask you is, how long do you think this will last? Like, how do you think, I mean, schools are already being stopped. They just announced yeah. that our school won't go back next month. Um, you know, and it's, you know, basically the kids, yeah. like, they should do a homeschooling, but how long do you think this will 
for this little laugh. Well, to me, I think it's going to, like, everything is going to maybe be shut down through to September. If I, I think if everyone, like, if they, if they, if they decide to open everything up in May or June, I think that it's going to come back in November. I think if they keep everything closed till September or whatever, like around that time, that then it might pass and that we won't, like, they'll be able to come up with, like, more information and research on it instead of just letting the, the like, curve come, like, rise and everything instead of, like, but if they open up everything, I think that the problem will be, like, it will come back. But if they keep it right. closed for September, and I think that they might, I think that at least, I don't think schools are going to go back to school until next, like, like probably 2021, at least till there's a vaccine. That's what I think. Right. Because everyone's in virtual school now, and I, it seems that they're able to do that. But it's kind of scary because, like, parents, are teaching their kids, like, their schoolwork, but they're also teaching their viewpoints of the schoolwork. So you kind of need, like, right. everyone's viewpoint, not just one, like, one little family. So I don't know. That that kind of scares me because it worries me for, like, what the kids will be like in the future. So, right. I mean, there's so many bullies out there already. You don't want them to, like, come even more and, like, go back and be like, oh, well, like, I'm even more of a bully. Like, uh I don't know, it just worries me because I read, I read so many different things, especially through Twitter. I'm sure you do, too. And it's like, right. wow, I didn't even think of that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and and see, in regards to the kids being, you know, like, home, I guess you call it homeschooling and stuff, do you feel yeah. like, well, I don't know how things are in your state, but I feel like the teachers, because my nephew is like, he's going to be 12 next month. So basically, okay. I just make sure he does his work, but he basically do it himself. But I personally think that the teachers there should have been a virtual. We don't have virtual. We don't have nothing. I mean, they're doing the stuff online, but I feel like yeah. the teachers, the way the teachers teach in the class, I feel like it should be like online college. But these kids need need to see the teacher like, you know, what I'm trying to say like virtual classroom, like yeah. the teacher actually teaching stuff. You know, they should have not just let. I don't know how this where you at, but down here the kids just doing the school online work themselves, and like the parents or the teachers, I feel like the teacher should be, you know, there should be an actual online classroom, you know, where these yeah. students can log in and actually be in a classroom setting, like maybe with Zoom or something like that, so they can actually hear the teacher teaching, you know. I just feel like it should yeah, be that. I that, totally I agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, I totally agree. Because like my um. My dad teaches college, and he's, like, they're doing their regular online classes. But the kids in, like, right. grade schools and stuff, I think that they should have virtual classrooms, like, where they log in and they get a lesson from a teacher who, like, pre-recorded it or even is on Zoom recording it then. And then that they have the schoolwork that they have to pass in at a certain time, and you still get graded. Like, right. I don't see why they can't do that. Like, right now they're, like, pass or fail, and everyone passes. Right. That's what I heard. And I'm like... Okay, I wish I had gotten a free pass through school. I mean, not that I right. didn't do well or anything. Like, I was fine in school, but at the same time, like, it, it was, I don't know, it just it just doesn't make sense. It's like it's like the participation trophy thing. Like, everyone gets a participation trophy. It, it seems like that in a way, and I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, right. Yep. Be- because because uh, my nephew does his work, stuff, he, like, I'll hear him say, my teacher didn't teach us this. And it makes me feel bad because I'm like, okay, see, this is why the teachers should have been having some way to teach because he'll try to yeah. think he don't want to get wrong. And he was like, we, I don't understand this because we didn't get taught this. We didn't get taught this shit. So I'm like, yeah. wow. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like I know. I, I just, I don't, like, they need, really need to be shown it and by the teachers because if you don't, like, as a parent, like I don't, I don't know, like how I would even, I don't have any kids myself or or anyone I'm really helping with school right now or anything, because um, most of the the family that I have, um, my niece and nephew, they live in Virginia, so they're kind of like far away. Right. <laughs> um, but so I'm not helping them, but I know my fiance, his sister, um, whose kids they are, she's going like she's just going nuts because like she has to teach them all these little things and like. 
it's for for one is first grade, but the other one he's like he's a he's in daycare and he's four. It'll be four tomorrow actually. And then um, with that, it's like she's got to keep like control of both of them while her husband's working. He's a lawyer, so it's like it's tough. It's like it's a lot, and you, it's like I got to commend these mothers and these and these fathers, these parents that are doing so much with their kids right now that they're not used to and. I hope that Mother's Day is extra special for all the moms doing this right now because I really think that they need, like, a big round of applause. <laughs> I would right. to do it. <laughs> I definitely want to be able to do it. I'm I'm having trouble just being with my cats all day. They're like, they chase each other. I'm like, stop it, guys. <laughs> no. <That's cold. laughs> I, have, I have a cat also, and honestly, I think that she is pregnant. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> because her stomach... Her stomach is widened, and I was looking at her laying on the floor, and she, she, I see some stuff moving. I, I want her, I, I, I got her, I, I don't know if the vet is um open or yet, I don't know, but I, I, we just feel like she's pregnant. Uh oh, yeah. She really, yeah. They like, of course, like animals have all their instincts, so she probably. You like put her in the tub, and she'd give like have the kittens, but you just gotta watch so that they're they're like they none of them are like like sick or anything. Like normally the last one is the like it's a runt, and that's the one that's the hardest to deal with. Like my friend, she had a lot of um, cats around her house, and a lot of them had kittens over the years, so I learned a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, she but um she 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 um she. Eats about three or four. Like sometimes she'll go to her bowl, and she will go to it one time. Then next ten minutes she go back to it again. I'm like, no, come on now. <laughs> oh no, something ain't right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, my my cat. I know she's not pregnant, but she eats a lot, and she's a big girl, so she has her head down on the chair, like right now, like her nose, like down in the chair. It's it's adorable. She's so cute. All right. You probably see my pictures on my Twitter. I just post her like all. Like, I got a little. I, which I actually made an episode about mine last. What was it about three days ago? I was talking about how she's so friendly to everybody. Um, I mean everybody. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not saying I mean many people. But I'm not friendly to some people, but <laughs> she um <laughs> she's friendly to everybody. I mean everybody came here when I got a surgery. I had a physical therapist coming to help me out. She she was loving them. I mean, it doesn't matter who it was. She'll go outside and some some guys be outside and she'll be going around them. It doesn't matter because <laughs> she was originally a house cat and one day the door screen door was open and she just started going outside. But she know what home at, so she always come that's back. Good. Always. No, that's yeah, so she good. always I'm come back. Huh? Yeah, that's so good. I'm glad to hear that because sometimes they just disappear and get lost and. And you're like, like <laughs> this girl that lives like a couple houses down from me, like she went away to Florida for some random reason. I forget why. And um, she, her brother let like open the door and the cat got out and it was like a Bengal cat, and it was right. ten years old. And she, this was back in November. She's still looking for that cat. I'm like, okay, either wow. a your brother like took it to the pound, not the pound, but like the vet or something like some kind of like um, like. I guess, I don't know, some place to take the cats. I, I, like, can't even think right now. But, like, like act Philly or something. And then, or she, he, like, let the cat out and, like, just didn't care. Because I've seen these, these people and it's like, uh, and she calls out. But the problem is the cat's name is Lucifer. So when she was walking around, she's screaming out, Lucifer, Lucifer. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, like, yeah, I, I have, I have, yeah, yeah, I have, I have, yeah, I do too. Listen, I thought my cat was gone one night because the lady was telling me because she got about four or five black cats. My cat is like, I want to say, I don't, I want to, I like, to, I don't know why I like to call because I had a cat named Orangey because to me it was orange. Oh, okay. So this cat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this cat, this cat looks the same color. As him, he was that was a boy. This is a girl. So there's a four. This lady over here with four or five black cats, and 
I remember one day she told me, she was like, now your cat be coming with my cats. Listen, your cat, you can't, that's a house cat. You keep letting that cat out, she going to get lost. So one night, so one night, my cat never came back in the house. And I, I'm, if she pregnant, I know it started from that night. She never came back in the house. I was like, oh, the lady done spoke the bad thing into existence. The next morning I opened the door, my cat came up on the screen door ready to come back in. So I was like, Aww. see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she, well, she, she, if, she, if she is. If she is pregnant, then, uh, well, I would just get, go to, like, find a way to get the, her to the vet or something so to make sure. But if she right. is pregnant, then, like, maybe find out when the kittens would be due and then just keep an eye on her and, like, make sure, like, she has it and, like, has the, the litter in a safe place. Probably, like, the bathtub. That's, like, the best spot or, like, a shower or something so that you can, like, right. clean up easily and everything. But, I mean, I'm sure the kittens will be fine and... It just next time, like if she before she goes out next, try and get her fixed. But I don't know if you can do that now. I don't like or spade or whatever. I don't know if you can do that even now, just so that you don't end up right. with like five more cats. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? You know what the funny thing about her? <laughs> you know what the funny thing about her? She got her little friends actually coming to my. This is no lie, no lie. When the door is open, she got. I don't see not one but two. Like, for instance, last night, I had the door open. Her little friend, I don't know if it's a boy or girl, but it come to the, it was on the step, looking in the house. And I'm like, these, these cats are so smart. I mean, all animals are smart, but I'm just saying because I got cats. I said, they're so smart. Yeah. This is the second time. And I told her, because I yeah. called her Sandy. Her name's Sandy. And I said, Sandy. Your friends, you got your friends be coming to the step looking for you. What do y'all be doing out there? <laughs> oh, that is so they, they literally be on the step because it was a big gray one one time. Now I thought they oh, were friends, God. so <laughs> let me let me tell you this funny story. I thought they were friends. The cat was on the step looking. I mean, she didn't jump up on the screen, but she was looking like you could tell they know that my cat be now when she's not outside. So I said, oh, you want, I said, Sandy, I said, your friend on the step. So my crazy self went and picked Sandy up. The little, I, I picked her up so she could stand, you know, stand on her feet. To look, You know how they stand on their feet to look up. I picked her up this, and I, I, put her, I stood her up to let her, you know, hands lay on the, on the screen door. And so she could stand up. The next thing I know, she said, I said, oh, crap. I put that cat down so quick. I said, oh, you ain't attacking me for no other cat. Yeah, I thought y'all was friends. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, last night she was, like, looking in the window. When I, I showed her the other cat, I said, okay, Sandy, you got another friend look, looking for you. So she saw the cat, and she was looking up on the door, and she went to the window and looked. I'm like, but she didn't go. She started to go out, but when she started dog, uh-uh, she backed up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. My my cat actually the other day. This is this is a funny, but a, like a, a kind of scary in a way story because the other day I was playing with her on on my bed and I had I was playing with her, her name Hope and she like was on her back like rolling around like playing and then her claws like they were too long and she went and got like went at my glasses and when she did she got my eye. And then, like, it all is swollen in black and blue right now. So it looks wow. like I got a black eye, and I keep saying, my cat beat me up, because <laughs> she did. <laughs> and, wow. then, like, and then I have to sedate her in order to clip her nails. That's how freaked out she gets. Because the vet gives, wow. like, gives her gabapentin, like, Neurotin stuff, and, like, a little dose. And I gave it to her yesterday, and she didn't even eat half of it. She was so out of it, I just, like, clipped her nails, and so fast. Normally she freaks out, but... Yesterday it was done in like a couple minutes, and then and then it was done, and um and then she slept for like six hours, and all of a sudden got up and was running around like all hyper. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she she's so funny, but they're wonderful. They are they're like they're they're such characters, and they each have their own personality. And the pets are just that's another thing. If you're in quarantine, like maybe think about getting a cat or a dog, just some like an animal, right. even the foster, because like. Right. They're just so they're so good to like and good for your mental health and I really commend my cats to that too, so Right. Right. Shout out to all animals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but Shout I'm out. not gonna say that all animals. 
but I actually, I don't know if you heard this, but someone, they said someone had the coronavirus and they gave it to their cat. I was like, wow. I heard that. I don't know. Is that, I don't know if that's like a true story or what. Like, I just, just I hope not because I hope. I would. I mean, I don't have the coronavirus, but if I somehow got it or something, or if I even had a mild bur- like case of it, hope I never like wouldn't give it to a, my cat. Because like I right. wonder sometimes too, like back in like early March, like uh, more like a little bit towards the end of March, I was like I had real bad sinus problems, not an infection. Right. I didn't go to the doctor or anything, but I'm like, was that my coronavirus? Like, because I had a sore throat and everything, and I. Had a mild fever for a couple of days, but it went away. So I'm like, right. did I have something like that, or did I just have what I, I was calling it hay fever? Because I'm like, I don't think I could get like the coronavirus, but I was out there when it was going on in the beginning because I was still working at that time. So who knows? Like, but if I did, I'm not. I'm fine now. I mean, I don't have any issues. I don't have a fever or anything now. It just went away. So right. Oh, who knows? Who knows what's going on? Really, who knows who's had it? Who hasn't had it? Who like they need more testing? Like if if there was a free test out there that they're doing for like everyone, I would get it, and I'm definitely will get the vaccine if I if I'm able to, and whenever it comes out, I'm like I'll probably pay a pretty penny to that, but you know have to have to. Right. So so. So what what do you think should be done? What what would you say we could all do to prevent this when it finally goes away, whenever that is? What could we <laughs> all do to prevent prevent this from coming again? Hmm, that's a really good question. I think washing hands, as they keep saying, like keep washing your hands, using hand sanitizer right. if you can get it when you can, and um. Right. I guess, like, keeping the the social distancing thing. Like, a lot of people just get too close to one another, even, like, in the grocery stores, strangers. Like, like that's not, like, that's even personal space. Like, there's some people that would just walk in, get too close to you as it is. So it's, like, stay away right. from, it's not, like, getting too close. And, like, that that song by the police, Don't Stand So Close to Me. <laughs> so. Well, and, you know, I... I I, I saw an article down here that um, they were going to start, like, I think at Walmart, they were going to start putting, like, a little line, like a little pole or something in the middle of the aisles, and you won't be able to, like, only go down one side. Oh, okay. Yeah. At our grocery store here, they have, like, one aisle is going one way, then the next one goes the other, then it goes again down one way, then the other so like you can only go certain ways through there, and like when I was when I saw that at first, I went or like <laughs> I had missed the produce section entirely, and I needed stuff there, and I'm like, there's no one here, so I just went around it, and no one cared because there was no one else there. So, but when there's a right. lot of people there, you like should definitely like obey all those lines and everything. So right, right, um, yeah. It's I, and then I've been, you know. Like I said with the Estee, I'm going to say it again. When I go out in public, if I do have to go, I can't wear those masks because I can't breathe through them. So oh, okay. I do I do have on my gloves. I tried. I tried. I tried to put on the mask, and it just it just wasn't working for me. It just wasn't working for me. I, I, I need, a, like I said, I need a personal one that I can cut the nose, <laughs> cut the nose out so I can at least breathe yeah. out my nose. <laughs> It just it just wasn't working for me. But my gloves now because I have to I'm gonna be real, I have to ride still ride on a riding sharpening cart so and I know other people use them so I definitely keep my gloves on. But um I said now if they could do that one aisle thing, I'm sorry, but sometimes I'd be rolling fast on them carts. So <laughs> I'm gonna try not to hit nobody. Well, I'm gonna try to sometimes I'd be really gone. People be coming Huh? Yeah. Well you you could also like um Maybe right now have someone get the, get stuff for you if you can if you like if someone is willing to do it and get the like main things they need but I don't know right. I don't, like I don't really know what I suggest for that but like hopefully they'll they'll like acknowledge that part that there's that there's uh, there are people that need those those carts and stuff like that and need to 
like make sure that you can go down the aisles like that because it's it's right. it's a necessity. So right. So, but I hope you get you get well with everything and that um everything went well with that. So I really do. Thanks. I just want to let you know that. So. Thank you. Yeah, I, I um, I'm doing okay. I was actually feeling a little sick for the show. I was like, oh my goodness. The the, the difference is with this situation is that I, I have a smaller pouch, so it's like, even though I'm three months post up, I still have to understand I can't eat too fast, and certain things are going to make me full mm-hmm. quick. So I had to take my, I had to take me a nausea pill, and I had to quickly take me a, 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 a heartburn. I was like, no, nah, I got to do my show at six o'clock. I gotta get this nausea feeling out of me, so that's what I did. It's still, it's still, I'm still trying to get used to the changes, but it's been okay. I, I mean, I've been seeing a difference, but I still got a lot more to, to go. So. Well, I wish you the best of luck with that. And I, I knew someone who who um, went through that surgery years ago, and she did, she did really, really well. And she just, there were times she couldn't stick to the program. She deviated from it, but. She learned from right. the, those lessons because she got she wasn't well after that. Like she would she once ate like an ice cream sundae from Friendly's and she was sick all night. So she learned wow. from that and because of that, yeah, she was she's like, okay, I have to stick back to the program and do what I need to do. That way, I won't be sick. And right. I do know someone else who had the surgery, but he didn't he didn't like do anything correctly. And sometimes I wonder like. If he's even like I met him after the surgery, so I don't know if he's even like really honest about what he did. So because I don't, right. I don't understand how you could have that surgery and not it not do anything for you. So and it didn't do anything right. for him. If anything, it seemed like he like he gained weight. So and right. But years but years ago I was considering it. Um, but I I went on like on Jenny Craig years ago and I lost a bunch of weight and then like after that. I um I just was the walk I just walked a lot a lot a lot and that like right. I've brought my weight down but it's not to where I want it but I'm just trying to be healthy and I learned too like I can't eat certain things anymore I just get such bad heartburn and like I had right. red meat last night and I felt so sick I'm like because I barely <laughs> ever eat it and I'm like right. I was like what am I, what's wrong with me I'm like oh I just, I'm like my stomach I was so nauseous and then. I start Googling, and it said that it could be because I, like, have kind of an allergy to it from not eating it often, so. Right. I know I can't eat but pork either, so I don't know what's with that. <laughs> yeah, I. you know what, I tried, I'm not going to lie, I did have me some candy once or twice. Now, it seemed like I would have learned my lesson the first time, and <laughs> I was like, cause I, I have lost weight, though, I have lost weight, but see, I was, I was like, full for something, I'm getting close to like being under under like maybe about three ninety five. Sometimes the scale will say okay. three ninety five, four hundred, four five. It kind of like fluctuating because I'm I'm drinking a lot of liquids because you have to keep yeah. drinking, you know, and you can't eat and drink at the same time. Some, but I don't be paying that no attention. Sometimes I have to drink, but um, you know, so I have lost the weight. But I say, you know, I'm even scared. I ate candy, and I promise you, I got sick that night. And I was like, okay, you know what? I can't do it. And it, guess what kind of candy it was, though? It was sugar-free candy. It was sugar-free really? candy. I was like, oh, wow. Yes. So huh. that's why they say candy in our books, candy is no. But I was like, okay, yeah. if it's sugar-free candy. And it's, it wasn't even the peppermint. I had sugar-free peppermint. That didn't bother me. It was the chocolate. It was the sugar-free chocolate. I was like, okay, this is sugar-free, so it should be okay because a lot of stuff I have to have sugar-free. But I ain't going to lie. Now, I had a tea day that had a little sugar, and I said, you know what, this will be a little cheat day for me. <laughs> I had a little bit of sugar, mm-hmm. but I, I mostly get the no sugar. When I go to restaurants, I'll get no, I'll get unsweet, and I'll probably get some sweet low or something. But listen, that um, that sugar-free candy, uh-uh, they say sugar-free candy, but if you had surgery, it's good. listen. When they talk about that dumping stuff, dumping ain't no yeah. joke. Yeah, I read it's about no that. Joke. Yeah, and yeah, that is no joke. Yeah, because that yeah, no. and that that makes you so weak too. It's like right, and it's just like you need to keep hydrating after that. And yeah, I I've read about all like all that stuff. I, like I was saying, I was like considering the surgery, and then my when my mom was alive, she was like, "Why don't you try Jenny Craig? I'll help you out with the." like paying for it and stuff, so that's why I did that. And 
I was able to 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 do that. I was under three hundred, and um, I got right. down to like like two thirty, and then after that, I was able to get down to. I linger around like a little like between like like one ninety two hundred now, and like now it's like I'm a, I feel okay, but at the same time, like I want to just get healthier, even more healthier, and like with it comes right. though like the, like heavier chest, so it's like. When you're carrying that weight around, it hurts your back. So that's why I'm like, right. back, back to that rheumatology appointment, my back's always hurting. So I'm like, I want to, like, get my legs checked out, make sure, like, see what's going on and maybe, like, some information. And So that's that's really it. And I really think that having a big chest all my life, it's just like having big boobs, is, it's a blessing and a curse right. at the same time. <laughs> right. Well, I hope all that will work out. Yeah, I I really I hope it works out for you. I hope like you get, you get to where you want to be because I know how I know how much better you feel and like how much how uh, losing weight. I mean, I I lost my best friend in in high school and then I lost my mom and that's been hard. Like, but the hardest thing I've ever gone through and like I've broken up with guys that I thought I was like head over heels in love with for five years and stuff like that. But like the hardest thing I've ever dealt with in my life is losing weight. It is the hardest thing. It's right. so easy to gain it, but so hard to lose it. And it's frustrating. Right. And it's and it, like every day you think about it. It's like on your mind. It's like it, I I just I totally get it. So if you if you want to talk about it again sometime, let me know because I'm I'm here for you. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely you definitely be back on the show because you're very positive. Um, I oh, enjoyed you. our conversation today. Very enjoyable. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So is there anything else you want to discuss with the coronavirus or anything else that you want to talk about for a few more minutes? Um, I was just going to add, too, that um, another thing that I found with anything when I'm, like, stressed out about anything, not just coronavirus, is that I like to read a lot. So I read a lot of novels. And then there's there's some self-help books that sometimes it's the same story, just a different author. But, like, the novels that I read, like, I read, uh, like, different authors like Stephen King and then Kristen Hanna. Uh, my neighbor has suggested Jodi Picoult to me. And then there's, like, the ones like Elon Hildebrand and um, Emily Giffen and, like, stuff like that. Like, all different types. So it's, like, you got a little bit of horror and then, like, you got some romance. And then you got some romance that's kind of, like, historical fiction at the same time. So... It's just like right. a mixture of different things to read. It's always good to have, I think, in any situation. So. Right. Right. Oh, and right. the Calm app. The Calm app. That always helps, too. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And I, I, like I say, I hope that myself and everyone that definitely does listen to your advice about the ways to cope with this coronavirus situation because they're very good ways, very good ways that you're doing. I think you're doing good. And I hope that anybody else that this has affected in a bad way can turn it into a positive way and just try to just go through Because, I mean, one thing I love to say, there's a quote that I love to say. I think it's a true quote. I don't know. I mean, I know it's true, but I don't know if it's a quote that's on the Internet or what, but I just basically made it myself. I always love to say there is always a light at the end of every tunnel. So Exactly. You know, I know. Yeah. This won't this won't last always. We just don't know when it's gonna stop, but it won't it won't last always. Bad things never last always. I know that, you know, a lot of churches can't continue and but a lot of people are doing virtual stuff and all that. And one thing they always say I I like to sing this song in my church that says, um, Jesus will turn around. <laughs> always yeah. love to sing that. Always love to sing that. So not to, you know, constantly on but we have to, you know, look at it in a positive way. You know, this will turn around. But it just yeah. that it just takes that people have to, because some people, I have to honestly say, some people are not doing the social distancing like they're told. They are not. Yeah. We even had a, I didn't even tell you this real quick, we even had a, a man in my town, and he wasn't even from down here. I think he was from New York. They say he had mm. coronavirus. This was on the news. They say he had coronavirus. Say he went to the hospital and he left. Now you oh. know that man was was selfish. So you seriously yeah, left? Yeah, he left. 
and the fact that you're that you got you got this this disease, and basically by you leaving, not trying to get no type of treatment, that means that you are trying to spread this stuff. Yeah, really, yeah. That's a that's a terrible person. Right, but but you know someone said it, but but some but someone said it wasn't true. But there's a lady, and I want to say shout out to Tanya Brown. Tanya Brown be on her stuff. Now, I can't say it by a lot of news people, but this lady named Tanya Brown, she be on her stuff. She goes on her Facebook page, and she updates us about everything, every hour. And she posted mm-hmm. it, and I said, I know if Tanya posted it, I know it's true. Man went to the hospital, and he left. Well, ain't even from down here, so basically you wasn't, well, I'm trying to figure out, why you way down in South Carolina, because I live in South Carolina. Why are you way down here in South Carolina, you from New York, and you don't know you had this coronavirus? And see, the town I'm in is small. So, and it, okay. the thing is, when I look at the news, I see how many people got the virus now. There's like, I live in Florence County, there's like 265 cases. At first, it was just like 30. And our governor, yeah, I don't know if you know our governor, our governor opened the beaches. I'm just like, really? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, why? Like, it's like, is, are are the beaches that important? Like I'm a I'm a total beach person, but I I've like kind of figured out that my summer's on either hold or canceled. So and I'm okay right. with that as long as I survive. I can go into 2021. Like I can deal with it then. Right. The only problem I have is that I left my Kindle at the shore and I need to get it, but it, it can wait. So <laughs> I'm like, it yeah. can wait. It's coming. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know if you ever heard of Murder Beach, but that's where they really at. Yeah, Murder Beach. Okay. I mean, I looked at the news after SmackDown last night, and I was like, I see all those people out there, and I was like, come on, y'all was so ready to go to the beach. And just somebody said, um, somebody was telling me they was like, well, we're gonna see how many of them come back and tell us what if they feeling okay. I said, no, they can't come around me because I don't want that. If they get uh uh-uh, because they should have had got some sense. You, you know, you yeah. got to have some sense for yourself sometimes. You know, this virus is not going away. That's why I understand why our governor, you know, he opened the beaches back and stuff. I said, if you're going to open the beaches back, you might as well open the hair salon and stuff back, too, if you're going to do all that. I want to, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, oh, kind of, this is not, this is not smart thinking. They just need, they need to keep right. all this stuff closed. They need to keep it closed. But, but he, but he opened, but he, I would have to say that he did, um, he did not let he not let the school, students go back next month. My nephew was like, "Yes, <laughs> he don't really. He like to go to school and learn, but he when he don't have to go, he'd be happy." So I'm like, "Yeah, I was because a lot of people were already saying if they was go let school continue next month, they children wasn't going." So yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. So you know, we not to yeah. be on a political standpoint, but we are a Republican state, so I don't. I don't, I don't be, you know, I just don't have no more faith in my state no more. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I totally hear and you it, on that. And the thing, I don't know if this was true. They were saying that our president, I, not to say nothing bad about him, but I don't know if it's true, but he said he was joking, said something about putting disinfectant inside our bodies. Oh, like, yeah, we heard about that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what? Like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Like, I'm like, okay, like, I, okay. I know. It's like, I get what he was saying, but he's like, he couldn't, like, say it properly, so it didn't make sense. And then, like, everyone just flew with it and, like, made a joke out of it. So. Right. So, but it's, it's like, wow. I, I, I don't even know half the time what's going on with him, like, or, like, certain things that, like, I hear about. Because then there's, like, right. the, the, um, the football draft is going on right now, and it's like I've been paying a little bit of attention to that, but then, like, I'm on social media, so I see these random memes. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Right. What did they say? And, <laughs> so. and I forgot that he was so into wrestling. Um, he tweeted something to Triple H. They were celebrating Triple H last night. Uh, wait, what happened? And I was like, huh? What, what was that? i sorry. It was like, what was last night? Um, SmackDown was last night. You know they have SmackDown. Uh, oh, SmackDown and, was last night. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and they um they were celebrating Triple H and and I and I see the president had tweeted something today. I'm like I forgot that he was he has been into wrestling a little bit um working with Vince and stuff. 
So yeah, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, most yeah, models. I know. Ah. Yeah, it's like you see certain things, and like you're on social media, and you see like random things, like that are about other right. things that you're you're interested in. But at the same right. time, it's like, wait, what? I missed that. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, right. So I enjoyed this conversation with you, Dave. Very good conversation. Me too, definitely. <laughs> Very you. good advice. You. you definitely will be definitely will be back on my show. Any last words before I? Um, do my final words before we close out. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, everybody, just listen to your favorite music, songs tonight, whatever you can to relax and just keep yourself and your mind busy and just keep going with it. Keep swimming, as they say. Keep swimming. <laughs> very, very nice. Very nice. I love you for coming on. You will be back. Um, I, I don't so. want I you to leave. So <laughs> okay, I I don't want you to leave just yet. I'm gonna mute you back and um go do my final words. And I'm just gonna and we go hang up and you know you hang up when I finish. But thank okay, you for coming on the show. But, oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, I'll mute you back. Don't leave yet. Okay. So, y'all, I had another wonderful guest here on Queen J's show. I hope that you all have listened and tweet this, put it on Facebook. She gave some very good advice um, on how we can cope with the coronavirus. Please, please take the advice. Um, I know she has taught me some things. We had some laughs. If y'all need some laughs, go ahead and have a little laugh because we all need a smile during this situation with the coronavirus. Um, I do have her Twitter name in my description box, so I'm going to go ahead and get out because my phone is not is beeping at me. it got to be on the charger. But I love my guests for coming on today. Um, I do have a show coming on tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And to my guest, tell your husband, he got to be on my show soon for wrestling talk. <laughs> but my guest tomorrow, we will be discussing wrestling, of course, so 6 o'clock, same time. I love y'all. Be safe and please listen. Please listen and do what they tell us. And if it don't sound like it's right, be safe for yourself and for others. I love y'all and I'm out. I love y'all and I'm out. My phone beeping. All right. (laughs) 